he's the owner of the most educated feet in professional wrestling. Some would call him the professor. Some might call him infamous. We call him the host of the show. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? It's time for the Undisputed Podcast with Bobby Fish. Here we go. We are back live in living color. The Undisputed Podcast. We're still yep. around. That's yep. the, the DJ. That's me. And the guy below you. Below me. Uh, <laughs> you get it? You get it, Mojo? The guy <laughs> below me. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back with Bobby's Best Bets, where each of us make three selections in the NFL. The league. And I'm, t- I'm taking Mojo. All of my bets. I'm, I'm putting... I'm putting the stack on Mojo. Mojo so beats re- everybody. So to recap last week, Mojo takes on the world. Are you going to keep interrupting me? Yes, I am, Frank. It's his show, Frank. He can do it. I don't give a damn. It's Hulk Hogan's show. Want, Frank. It would make no sense if it was Hulk Hogan's show. Why would Bobby's name be on it? Dennis, are you eating? <laughs> yeah. Cake. Cake. What else? Is that all cake? Bring cake for everybody else. It's a bun you, cake. You, bun you cake. didn't bring cake for our guest. No, we didn't. didn't. No, we didn't. Yeah, where's uh, my cake? What's that on the side, though? That's not a brownie. all. Brownie. Where are your that's manners? A, that's a brownie. Bun cake and a brownie, bro. What are you Man. doing? Man. Yeah. Where's, where's the ice cream? Nope. <laughs> it's well, my new Whatever. Thing. Any podcast we do, I'm just going to eat cake. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> you know, it's like sitting at a press <laughs> conference and eating brownies or. Whatever, what is? I don't remember what he's eating, but it was. Uh, Phil's eating muffins, muffins. and uh, some soda muffins. Pop. Yeah. Yes, you can eat soda pop. That's weird. Yeah, he was. Yeah. All right, back to business. Like, come on, Frank. All right, Dennis. Let me you keep this thing on the rails, please. This is why I eat cake because these two can't get on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Frank. was two and one in his picks. <laughs> Our special guest picker. Picker. <laughs> he was one and two, the old brute BRC bruiser. He was one and, one and two. And Bobby. Are you well, what was I? One and two. One and two? Okay. So whose fault is that, Frank? I don't know. Well, so uh, Frank, then how are we doing this? I mean, explain to our guest. Is he he just he picked any games he wants? Any NFL games for week three? Okay, three games. Each of us will pick three games. Okay. All right. Well. And because we're nice men and we're professionals, our guest will go first. <laughs> That was a two-faced lie right there, Frank. No, well done. no, you should you should get your phone closer to the computer. It sounds amazing. Is that me? I don't know who that is. It might have been. Mine's right here. I blame Frank. I always blame Frank. It's, it's usually me. That's a anyway. thing. It makes that sound when you put your phone on. What? Yeah, if they get, yeah. Yeah, the signals get like they it causes interference. It's across the streams. Yeah. Across the streams. Never a good yeah. thing. All right, got it. So I'm, <laughs> picking, I'm picking what games we're picking. He get I, 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 any. We're all picking different games, possibly, but we're all getting three picks. 
So any All game right. on the NFL board you want to pick. Oh, uh, okay. Is there a prize involved? In Mojo, you you're still an avid NFL guy, yeah? More or less, yeah. I mean, they call yeah. me the spread master. I've been known to be called the spread master. Spread master. Wow. That, I mean, that could go a lot of different ways. That's a that's weird good. name to have, man. That's exactly that why I lot, like that name. A lot of different ways. <laughs> it could have to do with Just like a, you know, like a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, you don't have to go to that because most people don't actually. (laughs) Believe it or not, most people don't catch that. The double meaning. Well, we appreciate the fact that we're one of the most immature groups of people ever. So we're just highly intellectual groups. That's why I came back, pal. There it is. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of intellectual, there you go. (laughs) There it is, man. Right on command. There's shit. Now I look a little bit like Frank. No, yeah, that's a, never a good look. <laughs> Frank's eating too. I was about to say, I feel like shit. I got no food here. I feel like a jabroni. <laughs> All right, yeah. let's get in. Let's do the picks. Like, let's get into the picks. All right, let's right, pick, pick them. them up. Pick your. Right, let's not make so this who's... too easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Some easy games this week, but let's not get too easy with it. So. I'm going to go ahead and start with my Green Bay Packers over the New Orleans Saints. That's that's how I'm kicking this one off. See what I just did there, right? Put it on. I put it on. It's on there. (laughs) Where is my cheese head? Right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Pack. Who's the pack over? New Orleans. All right. Okay. He said he did. He did say that. He did. Oh, okay. So I should probably listen. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Probably. Help. If you feel like, I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> not, I mean, but now's a good time to start. Sure. If I don't, yeah. if I don't, uh, right. we go I start one, then you definitely don't have to listen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm one and two. So. <laughs> All right, um, Frank. Pick number two. Yeah. Have no Mojo read them all. Give them all. Welcome. Oh, I go oh. consecutive. All right. Okay. Keep going, brother. All right. Let's see what we got here. We got some Giants and Niners. Um, let's see. Bills and Commanders. All right. I got my next. I got my next two games. Let's do this. I'm taking Bills over the Commanders. And then I'm taking Ravens over Colts. Ooh, okay. Those are my three games. So you don't believe in Sam Howell? You don't believe my commanders? Sam Sam who? Sam Howell, the commander quarterback. (laughs) Come on, man. I'm taking DC too, bro, and I'm not doing it. (laughs) Wow. Um, I'm taking a guess here. Is the Commanders Washington? Yeah. The Washington football team. I was kind of hoping they'd just stay with that name. I did too. Frank, you're a Commanders fan? Yeah. Yeah. Die hard. How did they settle on Commanders? That kind of sucks. I didn't love it either, to be honest with you. Hopefully it gets changed next year. The Washington 
Generals sounds better than Commanders. I, I, commanders is brutal. Yeah, they dropped the ball big time. Again, they should have just stuck to the football team if they were going to pick Commanders. Yeah. That was yeah. at least hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Washington football team. People were back home were like mad as hell, too. They're like, you couldn't at least call this the Washington Football Club so we can say we're up in the club. Like, we got to be the football <laughs> team, the worst name ever. And I was like, you know what? I, I like that move. <laughs> All right, let's go up top. Dennis, as he's feeding his face. That's right. Oh, you look at that was a that was a cold move, Frank. It's all right. It's it's delicious cake that's really really moist and went down real easy. Did you finish it all? No, I still got some left. Oh, how about the brownie? You finished that? No, not yet. You got some work to do, pal. I'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> I already had a brownie tonight before we came on. Oh my god! No. <laughs> yeah, his pants. No, I won't. It's fine. And I ate dinner before that. Anyway. Oh no. <laughs> I may actually I may shit my pants. There was broccoli in the dinner. So just... <laughs> broccoli and brownies. That's dinner of champions. Not together. Yeah. What? No, it was <laughs> that's a weird casserole. Broccoli flavored brownies. Broccoli's cool, but then the house smells like farts. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I mean. It does. Yeah, For anyone that fun. came to listen to the podcast expecting us to talk about professional wrestling, I'd like to formally apologize to you for that. This is the good what? stuff. Everybody knows anyway, The night's a pup. The <laughs> night is young. That is the night true. Is young. All right, so my picks. I got the Niners over the Giants. Oh, the night is Steve Young. I'm taking, okay. uh, uh, I'm taking the Lions over the Falcons. And I also am picking the uh, the Let's Go Buffalo over the team from Washington. Huh. Sorry, Frank. Yeah, I didn't know you. I didn't know you were a Commanders fan. I still would have picked the Buffalo, but whatever. He was ready to go. He had those written down. Hey, <laughs> yeah. is uh, Barry Sanders playing? Frank, what do you got? <laughs> I have got Hotlanta. I got the Pack from Green Bay. And I'm going to go with the Patriots over the Jets. Yeah, the Pats, they're going to murder, murder Zach Wilson. They're going to take him down a stretcher. Seems like a lot. Yeah. It might happen. And if they it's actually murder him, they, they, I would think they would take him out in a coffin. Or body bag. Yeah. It, it but might definitely be a body not bag. a stretcher. A stretcher would be a waste of resources. You know what? We're gonna have, it's gonna be a throwback game to the old Philadelphia Eagles game. It's gonna be a body bag game. The Philadelphia Eagles used to kill people. Yes. <laughs> Make your picks. I don't know where I was when that happened. All right, my picks. You ready, Mojo? Yes, please. They're coming in hot here. Just give me a second. <laughs> I got uh, the Miami. Heat. Is that crickets? No. Okay. Crickets. Okay. I got my and the penguins. The um, yeah, no, Frank, is that right? <laughs> no, I'm going with Miami. Penguins. I'm going. I'm going with the the steel curtain. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers for my man uh, Corey Graves. Pittsburgh Steelers. And um, the Rams. 
I'm going with the with the Rams. There it wow. is. Wow. I'm not like talking it. about the truck either, not Dodge. Then I'm going to Dodge Ram. <sighs> we got to get new writers for this show. We do. I don't know. I like the Montana <laughs> Penguins football team. I think that's yeah. <laughs> Montana Penguins? That's the that's one right good. there. I'm glad that's no one said Chiefs and Bears because that's just that's just playing cheap. Yeah. That's low hanging fruit. That's low hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> so better. you uh you guys still following football. Who's uh leading the league in rushing right? I don't have any clue. Um, I don't no, know. that was always my, you know, my favorite. I'm the <laughs> back guy. But I, I uh, defense, too. Let's look that up, actually. I'm curious. The yeah. leading? Oh, I, I think it's Bijan Robinson from Atlanta. Bijan? Is it Bijan or Bijan? Bijan. Oh, is he French? He's a beast. No. It's Christian McCaffrey with 268. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, is number two at 180. Big drop off. Wow. Oh, boy. Damn, brother's got 268 yards rushing in two games. Not bad. No. Nope. 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 <coughs> nope. Frank, you look like Mojo, you what, uh, what are you doing lately uh, football-wise? Like you're, um, we gonna see on like college game day or anything anytime soon? That box is checked in the professional wrestling world with Mr. McAfee locking that one down uh, for us. That son of a that dude everywhere. Yeah, he is. He, had, is he, he is. Well, I'll tell you where he's not. He's not in war games. Okay. Not anymore. I, he not was anymore. True. Actually, I think they won. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I think they won. Uh, I, <laughs> I think it's safe to say Pat is the definition of the American story. He's a punter who is the American dream, American story. He is a million, a multi-millionaire, and he's a punter. Yeah, man. Look what he's parlayed his career into. You think yeah. he was a star quarterback, but you're right. Started as a punter, and there he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's everywhere. Yeah. You know? And he's not – like, I mean, let's be honest. Like, Pat, Pat's not um, – so, like, Steve Weatherford, also a punter, but also the voted the fittest man in the NFL. I mean, he's, you know, and he's, he's shredded. Um, Pat, you know, not so much, but he's just living his best life. He's I mean, getting bigger though. Like that. He's bulking up a bit. You think? He pretty, yeah, he looked a little jack. He's on SmackDown the other night, right? Yeah. He's gonna be in a sleeveless all the time. He knows he's got to fill it out. So, well, he is. He's. A, he's. I mean, that's the standard issue. That's the uh, the uniform for Pat, right? It's the black jeans and the black tank. Was kind of like my my dad growing up. He always wore uh, Dickies, uh, a white t shirt, and and work boots. It was the old, uh, you know, like fire department garb when they were off the clock or cooking or you know not fighting the fire or something like that. Right. Yeah. Doing other stuff. Right. 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 Got it. Yeah. Kind of like Frank is always wearing like a leotard and leg warmers because he's. 
Doing other stuff. Frank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mojo, what are your thoughts on Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders is the talk of the town, man. He's he's killing it, man. Colorado. It was I w I don't think anyone was expecting that Colorado State game to be that close, but no. uh he's doing it right, man. And he's I think the way he handled his interviews this week was just gonna make everybody love him. He's got the support, seems like, of the entire football community. Very few haters and I mean, not only is he killing it, but his sons are dominating on both sides of the ball, which is insane. It's, I mean, it's, it's early. I mean, I, I think people probably need to level their expectations a bit. If you think like Colorado is going to win the national championship. I mean, that's pretty, pretty bold, pretty aggressive to, right. to think that, but this is university of Colorado or Colorado state. University of Colorado, but the two played each okay. other this past Buffaloes. week. All right. Yeah, the Buffalo. So Dion's head coach of the Buffaloes. Yes, yes. sir. Uh, and both of his boys play on his team. Yeah. One's That's a corner. Insane. One plays corner or, yeah, or safety. Cornerback, and the other one plays quarterback. Wow. That's insane. I mean, they both scored this week, too. Uh, the yeah. corner had a pick six. Holy wow. shit. Obviously, the quarterback. This is, is the same. That's the same guy who. Uh, here's a little Albany uh, trivia. He played at Heritage Park. It was an AC Yankee. The Albany, yeah. yeah, the Albany Colony Yankees when the farm team was there. Um, yeah, I believe. He, I don't think he spent a lot of time there. It was a very short-lived. No, God, no. Who would? But, well, Bernie Williams yeah. and Gerald Williams and Jimmy Laritz were there for, like, a season. Yeah, that's when he was rocking the curl, too. Yeah. That's when he was rocking the Jerry uh, curl. He had the, he had the drip. He had the drip and everything. Yeah. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, here's a quick question. Round, round the room. Better athlete, Dion or Bo Jackson? Bo Jackson. Mojo, what do you say? I think Bo Jackson's probably the more uh, – more common answer here. I mean, Bo Jackson. Yeah, I think is, so too. Well, what a lot of people say is the best athlete just ever. Not yeah. in a he's one- our generation's Jim Brown. I mean, he was like he he didn't make sense. You know, uh, I would. Yeah, Bo is easily the the greatest athlete of of our generation. And that's not and that's not to take a, a thing away from Deion Sanders, but no. Bo Bo was just different. Bo was he was yeah. a much better baseball player than Deion was. He had a cannon of an arm. He could hit for power. He was fast, right? And he didn't let much fall in the outfield. Deion was quick, but he didn't hit for power. Not like Bo Jackson did. Right. And Deion Sanders uh, didn't make a whole lot of fucking tackles. Let's be honest. He was right. <laughs> he wasn't right. the guy hitting people. He wasn't Ronnie Lott. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I, I wonder how Bo, I wonder, okay, so who would have been a, a more successful pro wrestler? Bo Jackson or Deion Sanders? Bo Jackson. Then or now? Oh, you know, I don't know because <laughs> Dion's got that charisma then about him. Now. Bro, if it's now, it's Dion. There's no yeah. way it's not Dion if it's current. Right. Yeah. Brother's promo game is on point. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to give the Dion. Point. He's, he's got, got the he's gimmick. Got he's got the shades. Yeah. And the, yeah, he's 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 ready made. Yeah. 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 
Bo is a specimen, though. So I guess it depends on the, you know, what you're turn, turn, you know, tuning in for. But I'll say Bell the Bell, maybe, maybe Bo. But from a, a total package standpoint, I think you got to go with Dion because you know he's gonna he's gonna command respect on the stick. Yeah, <laughs> he could probably cut a good promo. I would assume. Yeah, of course he would. But I think right now he's great for college. He's great for college athletics because he's putting eyes on a school nobody gave any a damn about. A year ago, how, yeah. How do you feel about that, Mojo? Like, I'm you, you very pro Dion and and the spotlight it puts on. You know, you're a former uh, major college football player. What are your thoughts as far as him having the spotlight as a coach? Just all in in general, Dion's effect on the you know the the college football world right now, positive or negative. I'd say definitely positive. And now with the NIL, you know, I think it's only more so because the more he talks and takes attention, he's just bringing all that attention to the team. And now they can actually monetize that. So when the Colorado State head coach was talking about, I take my shades and hat off when I'm talking to adults, every player on that team had a pair of the shades now to back it up. And that was a big money deal. So there's not many coaches in the in college football that can pull that off i mean right he gets a pass because he was such a superstar player and everyone knew him for being a character and a gimmick so no one surprised or frustrated if he starts being him you know most coaches can't get away with that so i think it's uh i think it's really refreshing i think it's fun and to be honest with you as long as he's winning Nobody's really going to question it if they go over. <laughs> Isn't that the, the bottom line? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's always the bottom line. As long as you're winning, you can get away with most. They got some tough ones coming up, so we'll we'll see. They got their true yeah. depth coming. They got Oregon coming up. They got USC coming up. So he's going to then test. tests. I mean, we'll see how good. I, mean, I don't want people bash him once they they're going to get some losses. They're taking the chin. Yeah. But the man has done so much for a school that nobody cared about. I mean, they're packing the, the stadiums. They're rushing the field. <laughs> and they're talking about them, which is right. huge. You know, the, the just getting the national attention on that school is fantastic. And he's doing it the right way, too. I, I'm, I'm, you know, he's holding – I think going and him getting in some – like, I'm sure they don't talk about it all that much, but getting in the players' asses a little bit in their face and holding them accountable – as opposed, you know, the football that you guys grew up playing, as opposed to the softer touch of what football kind of has, the coaching has become. Does that makes sense. You, I bet you this too. I bet you he doesn't stay there very long. Yeah, I give him two more years. Maybe. His, I mean, if, once, once his kids his are gone, they're done. Yep. I mean, he'll take his kids with him. I mean, the problem is, you know, if you have to transfer, if you transfer, you might have to sit a year, but. I mean, the quarterback's done after this year. He's going to get drafted highest, you know, of course, if everything stays constant. But I, I don't remember how old the corner is, what year that that kid is. But, I mean, with all this buzz, one of those top schools that underperforms this year is going to be looking yeah. for a new head coach this offseason. And right. uh, he's got to be a lot They do well. He's not going to stay at Colorado. There, Someone's going to pay him way more. And put him way more in that spotlight in that prime time slot, and that's <laughs> gonna be it. He's gone. Dallas Cowboys. 
it could be pro. But he said recently that he doesn't want to coach pro because yeah. pro players have too much money. They don't listen. They don't uh, work as hard. Right. You can't shape them. And that's why he likes uh, college athletics so much because people will actually listen to him. That also is going to keep his ass baby face. If he stays, you know, for that reason, like, I mean, I think that that keeps that there's something admirable about that and, and staying in the, in the college ranks for that reason. Yep. So I think that does uh, keep him, keep him a strong baby face. True. What, what if he heads back to the alma mater? What if he goes Florida state? What if we find him in Tallahassee? Is that, well, they that possible. He wanted to go there. They took the Oregon coach. Before he went to – either he was at Jacksonville State or Jackson State, and something happened, and he didn't wind up going there. Huh. And he, he mean, took that's the a, – That's a pretty big jump, though, to go from Jackson State to Florida State. Um, right. You know, maybe he would have killed it just as much. I mean, with what we're seeing so far, there's no reason to think he would. But – you know, that, that's a big risk by Florida State more so, you know, to jump yeah. right in. I mean, Jackson State is, you know, it's, it's a good program, but it's, you know, one double A, right? Or whatever, F, what do they call it now? FCS or whatever. Um, it's just not the same level. So there's, it is a big jump, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now he's proven he probably could handle it, but yeah. Yeah. What do you think the odds are of him going to Hudson Valley Community College? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's it's possible. Something yeah. something tells me that, that they can't afford Dion, but I could be wrong. Well, if he loses the so. next 50 yeah. games in a row, it might make sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, thinking out loud, guys. Ignore me. Okay. Didn't you play there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did, actually. Yeah. I did. I did. Me and Mark Smelly Bell. Together, March Bell. Yeah, he's on the Power Project. You know that name, uh, Mojo? Mark Bell. He uh, invented the slingshot. It's a powerlifting bench press thing. Oh, that slingshot! I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how, how fucking old is that? Like, yeah, how old is this guy? I'm pretty sure he's been around like thousands of years. Oh. <laughs> All right, now it makes sense. I get right. it. I did. I guess I didn't think about that before it came out. Dude, is, he, is Mark Smellbell loaded from having created that slingshot? He's loaded. Yeah, Mark. Because Mark. it is a niche product at the end of the day. So it is. I mean, you it just is. make millions of dollars, but is that one million? Is that fifty million? Like, it's probably not fifty million. I don't know. He does. He's parlayed it, in, and I don't know the man's, you know, bank book or anything. But he's parlayed it into uh, like the Power Project uh, podcast. Uh, he's got. He's had a gym in uh, Sacramento for years that he has made just free. Like people just you can anybody can come and and train. Um, I I don't know. Exactly, uh, but he's he's definitely done well. He's definitely done well. My research on Google, which is wildly accurate, of course, is <laughs> getting somewhere in the neighborhood of three to five million for yeah. net worth. Okay, Ooh, that's, that's not pretty... bad change. That's not bad. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, that's about, it's not about it's not about fish money, but it's decent. 
You're doing better than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. Mojo, what do you got going on, man? What's uh what's next on the horizon for for the mojo? Shoot, man, keeping it rocking and rolling, brother. I got that uh we talked about last time, I think my company Paragon Talent Group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've, we've been having a really good year, so time to expand that one and you know, keep doing what we're doing and keep growing as much as we can, but we've had a really good two years, awesome. so that's been keeping me busier than anything and then yeah hosting tmz sports still but uh yeah nice it's been uh it's been good man just bought a new house so we're in here now that's good beautiful so what's the game with paragon sport like is it uh you're you're chasing down um is it like all things entertainment all things just sports just athletes just what do you like who do you represent um staying mostly with wrestlers you know since we know the space and you know how much uh wrestling needs more management and support outside of just the bigs as we very dude, well it's know. brutal it's brutal like my agent um andy the blowback that he gets sometimes from people and then the boys, they're it's just such a, a backwards ass industry in that way. It's it's and tough, the boys man. are afraid to get representation because they don't want to piss anybody off. But at the same time, like your representation is supposed to be looking out for you. Therefore, they need to ruffle some feathers. And if they don't, they're not doing their job. Exactly. And that's, it's just because the wrestling world doesn't respect that relationship. They don't want nope. to. Why, why should they? Because right. they're just going to end up having to, having to spend more money. You know, NFL yeah. is not even, or any other sport for that matter, is not even a consideration. Right. The team speaks with your agent. They don't talk to you. You do what you're told. And that's, that's what right. it is. They're not looking at you sideways if you cave for less money. That's not how it works. I mean, you got to have just at least a little bit of respect for someone to understand that point. But yeah, in wrestling, man, since that relationship isn't established and there's no union and all these things that every other sport has, it's like, well, if, if your management for one of the bigs and your agent isn't caving and giving, uh, you know, signing what they want you to sign, they're just going to put that heat on the talent. And then the talent gets job scared. They know everybody's to an extent replaceable. They can just plug in the next guy and, yeah. and they cave. Whereas, you know, what they need to be doing is just saying, Hey, I have an agent for a reason. I have a manager for a reason. Please just handle this with him. That's, that's why I have them. So I don't muddy the waters at work and we don't, we don't have issues. Yeah. You know, we want this to work out for everybody, but you'll see it a lot of times. Like guys will get nervous because somebody will drop a line. Like, Hey, if you, if you don't sign this amount, you're not going to get another offer and you're, you're done. And you, you got to stand strong. And it's just like, Hey yeah. man, I, that's fine. I, I got stuff on the outside and, you know, I can make as much, if not more, than I'm making, and we have a plan for that. And here it is, and you know, it yeah. is what it is. But too many guys are like scared to do it. And I, I understand it. You know, you yeah, 
if, if you know there's nothing waiting for you on the outside or it's a risk or, you know, you just yeah. really, really want to be where you are currently, it is what it is. But at the end of the day, you got to be comfortable with the fact that you're probably losing out on hundreds of thousands of dollars right. per year. Yep. And you only get one go around at this, you know, you only get one body to, to do this with. So when you've spent it, when that bump card's full, like nobody's going to give a shit. And there's no retirement. There's no pension. Yep. There's nothing after I mean, medical coverage. We don't even have that while we're there, aside from what happens to you in the ring, of course. But right. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's it sucks, man. Like we're, you know, we're working to try and help everybody out when we can. And hopefully we'll get to a point where. You know, we can have start having much larger conversations with many more people and yeah, cover a broader spectrum. But I'd say for where we're at for two years, man, it's gone way better than we could have possibly that's imagined. That's awesome. And that's, that's just awesome. a testament to the wrestlers, man, about how much everyone's killing it and how many attributes they can offer any kind of brand or business afterwards. And I mean, that's all it is. People don't realize that being a being a wrestler, a professional wrestler prepares you for anything you want to do next, more so than yeah. any other sport on the planet by mile. I I agree. It's it's this weird skill set, but it's also because you get so used to uh having to like be on your toes and be on the fly. Um, you just I, I think it's unlike any other form of, of entertainment where you are that um off the cuff you just you, that's how you survive so you you know you you learn that like obviously with with what we do and and kayfabe is what it is so like let's just just speak candidly like okay well where else are you gonna apply this skill set okay well you can apply the skill set in like movies and stuff right fight choreography and blah 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 but even there like they have as many takes as they want they have different angles they have special effects we don't have that you know <laughs> we're theater in the round and we're uh going for it and we gotta we, you know we don't have much more than our bodies to to tell the story with you know yeah that's i mean the easy translation to other jobs is like hey go out there and, and win the crowd you know go out there and be able to public speak or, you know, adapt to change in hostile environments. Like those are kind of the obvious everyone knows, but what people also don't realize is, you know, how about creating a brand, you know, coming yeah. up with your gimmick and your colors and your moveset, making sure everything's synonymous and buttoned up. So nothing doesn't make any sense. I mean, when you're working for, you know, wall street or pick any kind of job out there, you got to create your brand and find your niche. I mean, that's what we do. Then you got to market that brand. You got to get the message out. You got to hustle on social and YouTube and podcasts and all these places so fans can see you outside of the ring to be able to, to get with you uh, or else you got no shot. So if it comes to client acquisition or client retention, these are all synonymous skills, you know? So yeah. people don't realize they, <laughs> yes, it's a completely different thing, but the underlying characteristics and abilities that you have that's really what can translate to anything that's why you see you can throw a wrestler loose in just about anything and they're going to go out there and crush it yeah yeah 
Well, I, I mean, I, I it makes uh, it makes total sense to me. I, I think it's a noble sort of void you're you're attempting to fill there, because I, I think there needs to be some pushback from the boys. Um, we all know the stories of like you know it needs a union and blah blah blah, and we all also know that that's never going to happen. So it, it, you know, this sort of thing, Paragon being kind of that, um, like step in the right direction, I hope. And I, and I, I think that the boys collectively do need to start like seeing it as, okay, well, I need to, I need to get representation and that representation needs to be for the purpose of like, okay, this, we got to make this more fair. Yeah, and the communication just it's tougher because you know with sports when you sign a contract everybody knows what you're making and you yeah. can use that information to base yeah. what you think you should be paid yeah. i mean with the boys not everybody's always truthful when telling each other where they're at yeah. you can have one person that knows to filter right. it through confidentially you know that yeah. goes a long way too man because it's it's so all over the place. If everyone knew yeah. what everyone was making, it would be a completely different conversation. As yeah. Know. And the, and the boys in that regard almost have no one to blame, but themselves. Yeah. You know, but yet you can't get ever. And it, you know, I guess it's, it's, it is a traditionally selfish business or whatever, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I think you grow up doing whatever it is that you do. And, and you and I can, can both relate to the team sport aspect sort of thing. And like, I think we spend our adult lives trying to find that, uh, that locker room, you know, in a way like where that camaraderie and that bond and that brotherhood is there. And, and I've felt that at different times in certain pro wrestling locker rooms, for sure. Um, you know, depending on the place and the time and, and and whatnot, there was definitely like a common cause, and that's that's I think an an element that is essential. Dude, there's never there's no stronger locker room on the planet anywhere than than a wrestling locker room. Yeah. More so than football or any of these other sports, man. I mean, that I was actually just talking to a buddy about this just last night, one of my old football teammates, and he was he asked me that very question. It's like, well, you you guys aren't on the road five days a week, city to city, 52 weeks a year right. for an, an indefinite amount of time. Football, pro sports, the rosters change. There's there's cuts. You're, you're making trades, yeah. all these things. I mean, you might yeah. go from Raw to SmackDown or, you know, maybe you go somewhere else. But at some point, everyone kind of circles back up again. But, again, it's still just that amount of time on the road together and right. you know, in the car and all these things and wrestling with someone or against them and building that old chemistry. It's just a completely, completely different thing and just such a stronger bond than anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, at, you know, so I'm just going to go for it here. Um, I, I don't want to like pull us down, um, but it, it so uh, the tragedy with with Wyndham and uh, and and you uh, were at the services and stuff there. Um, and Mojo, I know that that you and Wyndham were were tight and on the come up together. 
in developmental and and all that time and and i you know it's like so some of what we're talking about here like Wyndham was a ball player um he uh it, it from all of the outpouring and and everything that anyone has said it, it just seems like um you know talk of the town as far as like being a, a good human being um just uh Devastating, obviously, uh, a loss to the industry and and to his friends and and family and whatnot. You um, you attended the services. Um, what I mean, what are your your obvious your 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 thoughts and uh, your feelings on um, on on Wyndham and the memory of of the man and who he was? I mean, Wyndham was just such a close friend over the years um his dad mike rotunda actually got me my job with wwe oh get out of here really that's right that's right that, that's how i got in you know i was playing football with the the gronkowski brothers well mr gronkowski was college roommate with mike rotunda at syracuse so holy shit he made that that's introduction small. and you know got signed thanks to him and was able to come in and Wyndham was one of my close friends. I mean, we just kind of spoke the same language and yeah. to talk about one of the most selfless people in a locker room that really like cared about yeah. people. I mean, you see it in wrestling, like, you know, if it's something that like, you know, you're supposed to shake everybody's hand when you walk into a room. Well, people that don't come from wrestling, they don't know that they have no idea. Matter of fact, it's probably the opposite because you're, told not to bother the right. veterans you don't go walk up to to john cena and shake his hand in football you got to earn right. that respect to go approach him and, and talk to him like that so we we didn't know any better so like it's easy for everybody else to be like look at this piece of shit from the nfl coming in and yeah big league and us he didn't shake my hand today he thinks he's so sweet and he got an easier path yeah. than the rest of us that wasn't the case at all but nobody really stopped to understand why this was happening. But Wyndham was that guy. And I, that's just one example. I could think of probably three dozen off yeah. the top of my head. But Wyndham was always the dude that, you know, smartened up the young guys, gave people real advice, you know, positive and, you know, constructive criticism, I'll even say. But he was just like a, you know, I th always thought he was, you know, if not the most influential person in the locker room one of them because of his ability to bring everybody together and keep it up yeah. things would get so negative man it was you know how nasty yeah. it gets in there but when when i do there, dude he never bought into that crap like he always stayed positive and having fun and and laughing about the hard times and just yeah you know it was such a good brother to have around and to yeah. his service man was just it was unbelievable actually both dallas taylor and i we were roommates for a year at uh, actually when we first moved to Orlando for the PC, but yeah, I mean, the words that were said about him and just the turnout do people were there that knew him for a week that had known him his whole life. You know, yeah. you see the biggest names and in, in wrestling that all came, that all came early and stayed through the end. I believe the AEW folks, I, from what I understand, they booked a private jet to fly in and fly yeah. out because it was on the day of a show and 
Um, yeah, heard heard that too. Which I mean, I all credit to Tony Khan AEW to to do something like that for um, it's the industry, you know, and the, and that's loving the industry, loving wrestling, and 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 being able to look beyond any borders or lines or anything and just you know loving the memory and uh honoring like your potential employees and whatnot that that had a a a connection to the man um to hear everybody's sentiments be this very similar to what you expressed and it's it's i i mean i'd say it's universal from everything I've I've heard, um, and I only had a few encounters with Wyndham, um, but he was always, you know, very gregarious. Like you know, like you were saying, like he just he added energy to the room. He was one of those like, um, you know, you talk about vibration and stuff. Not to get too woo woo, but like some people suck the energy out of a room, you know. And pro wrestling's got for sure. And then you have a, a guy like him who is the opposite. And it it uh it bonds people, it brings people together. Um it's unfortunate, obviously, the the tragedy of, of him passing away and everything, but think about how many people in our industry had bonding moments, you know, one one on one because of their mutual admiration and, and love of, of the man himself, not, not Bray Wyatt, you know, but Wyndham. And, and that's, uh, that's, that's pretty fucking cool. And it's pretty powerful to think that, that that's, you know, your death brought that to the industry and to the people that, you know, were uh, you. Yeah. I mean, talk about importance, right like an important figure and um yeah just uh and i think that's of note too because when you ask somebody it always goes to personal things with how incredible of a performer bray wyatt was right. that is never mentioned until the very end and i think <laughs> right for my money he's probably the most creative guy I've seen in a ring and as long as you know I can ever. remember. I mean, I Maybe always ever put anyone else and tell them to go do the Bray Wyatt character. No, I don't no. see anybody being able to pull it off. You know? I remember when that was like being rumored of coming about, and like I did a, a tryout in Tampa when it was still FCW. Um, I at Wyndham, I think, was there. Um, and I definitely met him when the Husky Harris thing was what was but you you could, you know, you saw that there was there was something, but he just hadn't figured it out yet. And hell, at that point I hadn't figured it out either. Um, I'm not sure I ever did. <laughs> but um, I remember seeing uh the Bray thing in the beginning with like the Hawaiian shirt and the hat. And then Brody was, you know, being with him and Rowan and it just 
I was mesmerized, man. I couldn't take my eyes off of it. And it was like to see Brody, who was a guy that I, I grew up with uh, in, in pro wrestling. Like he was a Rochester guy. I was upstate New York. So, you know, I, I had known him since I had gotten into wrestling. And uh, Brody was a special sort of talent too. Very, very unique. But he, I mean, I remember the right stuff, Brody Lee, and he, you know, he would like dance, and I mean, it was, it was not uh, the the Brody Lee that that we came to know. Um, but I just I saw seeing Bray, seeing Wyndham and and Brody and Eric Rowan and uh, and Braun together the first time was like, oh shit, like that just. I don't know. You don't, nothing more needs to be said. Like I'm, I'm, I'm invested. I, I want to see what this, what these guys are going to do. If, yeah, dude. And then looking at just the size of them all, it's like, man, who is going right. to, who is going to beat these guys? Like good luck. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And he had such a, it was almost like, he had, from a gimmick standpoint, like there was a spell that he had on the people, but there was a spell that he had on his boys too, in some sort of way, not not like a um, mystical way, but just you just you could tell like there was just he was the leader. He was these guys are following him to hell and back. Um, so cool, so cool. Yeah. Well, I apologize for taking us down that road, but I just, I know that um, I didn't want to leave the elephant in the room because I know how tight you guys were, Mojo. And uh, I wanted to, to give you an opportunity to, um, you know, just speak your piece about the man a little bit, um, honor him. Um, I, I mean, even, even more than what everybody's already already done i mean seeing some of the stuff uh, there was some some stuff i caught from a house show that seth seth rollins did that was just so touching and, and uh... it was cool to, yeah i felt like I, I don't know if it was most but there was a significant number of talent that worked in some sort of wyndham tribute into their matches yeah. segments or something and and that's always cool to see, man, because, you know, not to compare, because I think that's totally wrong, but you just, you lose people in, in every sport and every business, but the amount of tributes that came out after, after right. Wyndham passed, just, it was just a testament to what everybody thought about him, you know, and again, yeah. it also ties into creative allowing it to happen. Because you yeah. know, sometimes they block that stuff. They might, you know, want to keep the mood of right. the show at a certain pace. So it's certainly not on the talent, you know, if they didn't do one, you know, it doesn't mean they don't care. Just maybe they were instructed not to, and there was, you know, some sort of direction there, as you know. But uh, it, it really was, it really was cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. And it was um, universal. It was, it was all the way across the board, and there was no like, it didn't seem as if there were any parameters put on what people wanted to do. There was no fear of anything because he was that guy, you know? 
Um, that's, I mean, that's one of one, in my opinion. I don't know that, you know, you're going to come across too many people in, in the, this industry uh, where there's no, like, literally no enemies. None. Yeah, none. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, uh, yeah, shit. I am, uh, I'm sorry for taking us here. But like I said, I, I, I did. I wanted to give you a, a, just a chance to speak candidly about the man because I know. No, I'm glad you did. I know what he meant to you. I know what he meant to you. And like I've, I've heard, of, I've heard so many people's um, things, but it, it's still, it's, you know, it's got to go away at some point, right? I mean, we can't mourn forever, but um, I, I think it's a testament to him. And, and uh, it's just, it's like, you know, the, um, the, the initial starts to uh, settle down, but for this industry where like, it's that constant news cycle and whatever, <laughs> you know what? I mean, let's keep the man's spirit in there. Um, it's, it's, it's been a tough, it's been a tough year, man. It's been a tough year. Terry Funk, Wyndham, Jay Briscoe. It's, uh, yeah. On a less somber note, you have a match. You have a. <laughs> there we go. You have, a, you have a match coming up. I do soon. I do and uh, your other guest is waiting. All right. Are we show. get all right? All right. Well, Mojo, uh, we got your picks. We got your picks. Uh, we're we're excited to uh, to see how they turn out, Frank. Um, as long as you beat Frank, just that's that's you know, man. That has some that. people have tried. Most people are unsuccessful. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Did you even? I don't. Was that English? <laughs> some people parlay du parlay du français, David Allen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ah, all right. Well, Mojo, anything uh anything we can we can plug for you here on uh our Frank Polluted Airwaves. We're good, baby. We already did. We talked all about <laughs> Paragon and representation. Yeah. Good to go. I'll tell you, man, the Paragon thing, now that you, you got into it a little bit more, like I I yeah, hell yeah. Making moves, needs- baby. More to come. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, get you and my uh, agent uh, together. Have you guys have a little conversation? He he can be a he can be a little bit of a shit stirrer, and uh, <laughs> I think in the best way possible. But some of the boys, man, I'm telling you, gotta hold it down afraid. for the boys, baby. They're they're afraid, but then I look at it and I'm like, no, that's because I know Andy's got it's my, he gets paid to have my back, not anyone else's. Exactly. Yeah. And hopefully you only have to have that conversation once every few years or so. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Mojo, uh, as always, man, please uh, don't be a stranger. Um, You know, get back on here with us. You have an open door whenever. uh, And if there's anything we can do for you, um, contact me directly. Just don't don't even go anywhere near Frank. Yeah, well, Frank. Just <laughs> thank you for having me on. It's thank you. Thank you for thank the you. picks, brother. Thank you for the picks. 
Appreciate you, Mojo. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. All right, let's bring in uh, uh, Vinny, who you've kept waiting. I have. It's your, yeah. it's your fault. I, I have a feel. I feel like you did that on purpose. I, I kind of really think you did it on purpose. I kind of think. I you feel like, like you did do it on purpose. I'm thinking about like, oh, is he doing it on you purpose? Fucking assholes. And the no. chuckles. Bring him on. And the bring chuckles after that. Yeah. See. Yeah. Hey. I may have done it. I, you know, I may have done it on, but the guys all hopped up on fucking G Fuel. Better than brownies. You know and, I am. <laughs> yeah. I needed a few of those. Nah, that was a good conversation you had with him, with Mojo. Yeah, Mojo's a good, uh, he's a good cat, man. Yep. He's a good cat. You know. He's he's for the boys. He's one of the boys. Um, I think, um, yeah, I just think Mojo, especially like being one of those guys that came uh, like later into wrestling, um, I think Mojo's got a certain respect for for pro wrestling um yep. that uh that some people probably don't expect very um, yeah i mean and talk about an athlete holy shit mm-hmm. i mean and that's the thing too that gets me sometimes with pro wrestling you know i mean i guess yeah, i just don't think everybody deserves a fucking trophy i listened to your podcast on conan <laughs> Yeah, shout out to Conan and Disco. Yeah, yeah, Conan and Disco. Shake, 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 Joe. Shake, shake, shake. Well, what's good? You Um, tell us what's good. Yeah, you're a busy man. Yeah, I had a crazy weekend, bachelor party weekend. Oh, and I don't Mm. drink. Went off the walls. I did drink. Um, Oh, Jesus! Bobby Bobby tried that the other day. Didn't go so good. What's that? Drinking. <laughs> Did I drink the other day? You took a drink. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Didn't go well. Oh, my word. It never goes well. So uh, when's the when's the big day? Are you closing in on 11-11. Uh, on when is it? 11-11. 52 days away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So what did he... What did the bachelor party consist of? Let's let's go there. Six Drinking. drinks or five drinks. Chippendales. No, no shippers. Oh, okay. Um, especially it... male ones, apparently. What? That <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Chippendales are male strippers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no female or male. Sorry. Yeah. Not, not. yeah. Um, it consisted of a uh, ever go to AC? There's like a pool party they have there. It's like a bunch of there's a bar, there's a pool, there's DJ. It's it's amazing. Atlantic City? Yes. Okay. It's insane. Um it ended the night ended me giving Cheeseburger and Ryan Mooney a bunch of wrestling moves. Or okay. trying to at least and getting thrown out, almost thrown out by the bat- bouncer. <laughs> All right. So cheeseburger's your trainer, correct? Yes. And Goomsman. Yes. All right. Cheeseburger delirious, John Gresham. I give uh, credit to Red Titus as well. And, uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I know everybody that trained you. Yep. And they, and they know you, too. They have some funny stories about you. Oh. <laughs> None of them are true. Good stories. Or yeah. all of them are true. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, 
Brett yeah. and Berger are my groomsmen. Two of my groomsmen. So they got oh, this. nice. Yeah. Rat, Rat Titus is your groom, one of your groomsmen. It's gonna be nuts. Yes. Well, yeah, you're a brave man, man. You're <laughs> a brave me, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Looking to see if my wife's looking. No, really funny. Um, I met him. No, I'm looking at Rhett Titus. No, really funny. Um, I met Brett for the first time at ROH in Miami, and we had the two show weekend and. Rhett needed somebody to drive back with because they didn't want him going back alone in the ring truck. You know, he had the ring truck. Right. Yes. So, like, you know what? I don't really know Rhett that well yet. I'll pick his brain. Let's go. So, I went in the, I went in the uh, ring truck with him. And that was one of the craziest experiences I've ever had in my life. Yeah. The wow. best. Good experience. We lost the keys at one point at the gym. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but... <laughs> it was great. Well, I will say this. I mean, that like um doing that on the fly to me is like it just confirmation that like okay, this guy wants it. Like he's he he wants it. And sometimes I think that that's the the element that is is missing. Um some people think it's going to be handed to them and like it just it it can't be right and Mm -hmm. and it's you're you shouldn't want it to be because if it is and you're not going to appreciate it like you're not going to treat it right anyway yeah so i feel like that that story um you got your uh your vitamins there is that Uh, beef liver trying to figure out a way to pronounce this better beef liver (laughs) yeah Jesus. That will probably make your farts smell interesting, huh? <laughs> probably not. I don't really. Nah. You don't fart? Not too gassy. I can't tell. Nah, I don't You're not real gassy. Fart. All right. Yeah. It's good stuff. Though. Frank would say that well. too, but then that would he'd be lying. What? <laughs> it's my fiance. Too much fart smell bad. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, actually, tell you what. I don't your fart farts smell bad. like G fuel. They do. I love. I fucking love the fact that you're like, "Hey, hun, <laughs> do my farts smell bad?" Is that, is that gonna be? That's gotta be G Fuel's next flavor that comes out. No, the it's biggest Pacific fart. Bobby, the biggest rib is the biggest rib you'll ever hear. I ne- well, it's just true. No, 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 guys. I've lost, never farted in front of my fiance on purpose. Ever? On purpose. Okay. On purpose. All right. Well, definitely by accident. You had to. Yes. But I mean, you guys are, you know, you're getting married and you live in the same house, right? Yes. Okay. So, you know, I mean, separate bathrooms is just kind of yeah, normal. It's common. Yes. Like you know, my, I've kind of commandeered the uh, upstairs bathroom here. <laughs> And then, you know, my wife. You gotta do. You know, yeah. I mean, that those should be separate. I don't don't see that being a, you know. But then you stay in a hotel room or something like that, and then it's a bridge. You gotta. And that's experience you're not ready for. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, what do you like? You don't just go. Okay, boys. What do you do? What what did I miss? Okay. (laughs) 
we've, what got to, we, we've lost Frank like five minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we go to hotels. Tell you to leave the leave the room. <sighs> right. You do. Not anymore. Okay. Yeah, I mean the other thing you can always do, and this was a, a Steve Carino thing. So Steve had a rule, which is you stayed in a room with him. There were no number twos in the room. You could you had to go use the uh the bathroom in the lobby. That's a good rule. Kind of like that. Yeah. Well, I mean that was that was Steve's rule, and he was senior guy. You know, for me, it, it so if ever I stayed with Steve, I, I you know, number twos were only in the in the uh, the lobby. So I mean, you could you could give you could you could pay that courtesy to your uh, to your wife to your your soon to be wife. Like, yeah, baby, you can blow it up, but I'm not gonna. Yeah, me too. She, I let her do it. I let her do her thing. You know, I don't judge. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, so... Vinny, you're gonna be a hell of a husband. Oh, I know. A hell of a husband. Um, but going off what you said before, I've I've done a lot of things in my career. Um, yeah. That you mentioned, like being being you wanted, like I've done a lot of things where they came out of nowhere. Like I've had, I've had matches come like while on vacation. You know what I mean? Like I just went and did. Like it. while you're what? On vacation. Like if I'm okay. traveling somewhere and I, and I uh, last year um, I had a Florida trip for my fiance's birthday, and all of a sudden I get a uh, email, hey, you available to uh, fly out to Texas for this booking, and I took it. So I'm I'm always ready. I always stay ready. Have my gear with me at all times. Every vacation I go on, my gear's with me. So wrestling is just very unpredictable in those ways. So that's why I always am ready to do whatever is needed. Yeah, well, you about that. Yeah. It is, but I will say this, and uh, I'd like to think uh, I speak a little bit from experience. Um, this industry, um, it has its place, but balance is the key, and this industry is never going to love anyone. Yep. Uh, really? So the the people that that have a hard time separating the two, um, it's not the prettiest ending, you know. Oh, I know. So pretend. Yeah, I just think you know, keep it, keep things into perspective. You know, obviously, this woman um, means uh, a lot to you and yeah wouldn't be getting married if, if she didn't so there's you know find that balance and and take uh like you're gonna you're gonna be somebody's husband man. Mm-hmm. and uh i know for myself being being only a, a a year uh and change married now like um what my perception of being a husband was before this and what i've learned it is now is night and day frank would you agree like i I, the the uh sort of awareness required to actually be like a husband and and Mm -hmm. really be showing up um you gotta be there it's different it's it's just different yeah we've 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 gone through a lot together and uh yeah 
And I, I, I would not change a thing. You know, I would not change anything. I'm very lucky. I'm very happy. Very supportive of my career. She'll probably be there Saturday. She can meet her. Um, oh, man. What are you doing? What? You don't want her there Saturday? No, nah, I don't That's... want her there Saturday. She can stay home. You don't want her there Saturday? Uh, the things I'm going to do to you, Ben. The things I'm going to do to you, she'll probably, oh, probably turn around a little bit. Oh, what, are you going to kiss me? No, I'm going to kick the shit out of you. Oh, 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 oh wow. Oh, okay. Well, we went left. <laughs> all right well i mean i again i applaud the effort i i applaud your um i applaud your uh your <laughs> gumption i guess we'll call it i i um but i how many g fuels are you putting down that day because you're gonna probably need a few i'm gonna need a few but i'm well stocked yeah. um okay they stocked me pretty well. That didn't sound right, but they do stock me really well. And these these G fuels, I know it's a little early, but they're uh-huh. gonna be. We got Jason over. Wait, we got Jason over here. Who's Jason? Who's Morris? Jason? I don't know. Smith. Jason. What? Jason. Jason, Jason the Vor- the horror villain. Jason Voorhees. Oh, Jason Voorhees. Okay. Then we got this guy over here. Are they the Halloween? It's a Halloween edition? Yes, they are. uh, G Fuels? And I got this one. You're not going to wear a Halloween costume to face Bobby, are you? I might. Listen, I'll tell you what. I wore a Star Wars outfit in one match. And I wore wore a whole cape. And did a whole match in a cape during Halloween Uh, season. I've never seen a half a cape, so that doesn't make any sense. Vinny, I might show up. I might go in drag and just kick your ass dressed like a woman. I wouldn't hate it. I'm sure the fans there wouldn't hate it either. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe I, I turn up. Uh, so how long before you get married? 11-11. Yes. When did you get married? Your anniversary was recently. Yeah, July. A couple hours ago, July seventeenth. <laughs> a couple hours ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, Ben. I mean, I. I this is foreshadowing, but like, I, 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 I picture you limping down the aisle. To, hope not to your bride. I hope not. Yeah. Well, she because it walked down the aisle to me. I think. But. She'll limp down the aisle. I no, don't plan yeah, on no. kicking your she, wife. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. I mean, if it comes to that, <laughs> right. you know, I'm not. I mean, there are casualties of war sometimes. <laughs> friendly, friendly fire, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the spot? Okay. Bring the wife in, duck, kick her in the head. You've seen those spots before. I no, I I haven't. <laughs> And then, uh, I don't know who did that one. Plenty of people. Yeah. Or, no, or at least the wife is in, you duck, you kick your wife in the head, I get pissed, duck your clothesline, roll you up. Uh, who the hell knows? <laughs> but I've seen this spot a million times. Know. Yeah. I don't know. I just plan to, like, brutalize your, uh, your legs. Or sodomize. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. 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 So Vin, you're um can we you're headed somewhere out of the country soon, right? Ooh, this is something that I went to you about. Yes. Yeah. Going to Japan later ah, this year. Nice. I'm really excited. Um Japan's been a big goal of mine. This year I debuted for New Japan, I believe, after our podcast. Um yeah. that was probably the best night of my career. I said it before. Um, no, 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 no. Being on this podcast a few a month ago, that's where it started everything. That's what kick started everything. You're on Kurt Angle, you're on Busted Open coming up. Yeah. You are nationwide. Well, like Japan, so. if, Japan's worldwide, Frank. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Oh, he's nationwide too. Different, yeah. Well, if you're worldwide, you're pretty much nationwide. Ah, So, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I, (laughs) New Japan did. New Japan allowed me the opportunity, um, to use the to use my character in its fullest, um, to be myself in its fullest. You know, with the G fuels, um, and they that was a G fuel. Love what I did at New Japan, and ever since then. They've created some opportunities for me after that that G Fuel might have not. Um, there also is going to be more things ahead with G Fuel that I can't mention yet, but these are going to be right. collaborations. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. There'll be a major collaboration with myself and G Fuel. And um, this is really cool as an independent wrestler to have these things because um, it's just G Fuel wasn't always G Fuel at first. They were not. They're not a wrestling or a athlete brand. They're more they're more targeted to like horror. They're more targeted to anime, video games, superheroes, Naruto. You see, I'm sure you've seen the cans. It's all those types of uh Oh, like scary subjects. movies. I thought you were talking about hookers. No. Or I thought no, you said they were horror. targeted to whores. Sorry, yeah, horror. horrors. No, Dennis, was I wrong? Not yeah, I think I yeah, I, I think you missed the mark on that one. Just yeah, just it's not horse. Missed it just right. You you were I thought it was ladies of the night, you know, that you right. fuel um because they gotta stay up late too, right? I yeah. mean, Johns aren't always you know up at the crack of dawn, right? I mean, unless they just didn't go to sleep. From the G fuel. Well, I mean, those are probably the end of a Coke bender, so I don't know if they need G Fuel at that point. This is yeah, getting so fucking weird. What is happening? After that, you probably have a double night. Yeah, welcome to the club. Welcome <laughs> to the club. G Fuel. Scott, you G- understand. G Fuel and cocaine. What a fun night. Oh, boy. What, 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 oh, my God. Oh, boy. That's... I don't even want to know. Three days later. Oh. Anyway, still be doing this three yeah. days. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, Bobby. Yeah, um, definitely. Like going forward, once G Fuel got me signed, they were not sure to expect with what I do. You know, they've really yeah. gotten behind my promos I do. They've really okay. gotten behind stuff I do in the ring that involve G Fuel, and they okay. really just love. They they've learned or they've fallen in love with our collaboration so far. And I'm very lucky that I'm able to do that for them, you know, because it's just they gave me an opportunity and I'm making the most out of it. Right. So what do you feel like? Um, so the direction that you were headed prior to this, um, do you feel like this has been a deviation? Do you feel like this has been 
just uh, an addition. Uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on in terms of what? In terms of like, uh, what- just in terms of of wrestling and and who it is that you're presenting. What what what? How it's helped or changed the product that is Vinny Pacifico. G fuel, um, because. I think it's helped me a lot because I, I've became more adaptable to other things in terms of like business and stuff. And I'm learning how to transition business from other outside aspects into wrestling. Um, G Fuel is a, they have altogether at least, I would say, 4 million followers of all social medias. So having them share my stuff or having them like comment does wonders for my social media page. And also, yeah. it creates a whole new. Um, and also, there are a lot of fans in wrestling from G Fuel, so it's really cool to see how the wrestling fans who follow the G Fuel accounts really like latch on to my stuff. But it's really cool to create a whole new um, fan base in the energy drink space, as well as wrestling. You know, it just I think it correlates really well, and I think I'm one of the only wrestlers who do energy drinks stuff. You know what I mean? Or yeah. like incorporate the way I do, and then get signed to two contracts within a year. Um, right. Somehow, however that happened, I'm blessed. But it just ha- I'm very lucky that it happened. But it did, and you have to use things the right way and use it to your advantage. So that's what I'm really trying to do is just use G Fuel and use um, my charisma to create something special. Mm. So have you thought about how, um, like, what happens if you continue on the trajectory you're on, you continue okay. to get opportunities, and a contract is offered with one of the, uh, whatever you want to call it, one of the bigs. Okay. Um, is there going to be a conflict of interest with, with G Fuel? Um, or is that something that you would, I, I guess what I, what I would be most curious is, um, like, have you thought about hiring an agent? Not yet. Okay. I think when I'm closer to getting signed or when I am signed, definitely, um, then I would probably consider it right now. I think I'm just really focused on getting to that next level first. Um, but I, I personally think G Fuel will be happy wherever I go, whatever I do. They will be happy for me or they'll be happy with me. You know what I mean? If I have to go to a company and they don't allow me to do this, that's fine. I'll adapt. But if I'm allowed to do all this with that company, that'll be even better collaboration. Okay. Also, the people who work at G Fuel have worked for, I don't want to say, I can't say the name, but other wrestling companies that right. are very Yeah, big. don't don't get yourself any uh any hot water for the sake so, of Frank. Yeah, like so like I, I it, it depends on what the company will want. If the company says, Hey Vinny, we want to sign you, but you can't do any of the G Fuel stuff, that's fine. I'll adapt however I have to do it. Um and a company says, Hey, we want to sign you and you could do whatever you want with creatively with the G Fuels or anything you want to do with energy drinks. Great. I'm happy either way. You know, I'm just want to uh, get to that level yeah. where I'm able to do what I do what I gotta do best. You know, and just wrestle. Okay. And tell stories. Okay. Well, when uh, when are you gonna be headed over to Japan? December. I don't December. know the dates yet, but I know December. Okay. Um, 
Very cool. Yeah, I'm really excited, and I don't, and I know. I, yeah, I, you I, should be, man. I'm really excited. Um, definitely, we'll be having um, a show ten days prior, and don't know where I'm wrestling yet. It'll be in LA. They want me to do a. They want me to kind of host a rave. They have like a post show rave, like an oh, anime cool. rave. You know what anime anime is? Yeah, anime is huge in Japan. In LA, they want to do a. They want to. Have, I'm, on, I'm on the show, and then after the show, they're gonna have a huge rave, like an anime rave, and they want me to host it with G Fuel and have G Fuel sold at the uh, the rave. Which I got to talk to my manager, my T, my G Fuel manager about that. But it could be arranged. Today we discuss, and so that's other all opportunities too. Like I, I'm able to be part of like things where I'm a part of a company that people will look to after an right. event. You know what I mean? So it's really, right. it's really, it's, it's, the opportunities are insane. Like I was on a commercial with champion last week, two weeks ago, yeah. champion and G fuel did a collab and they had me as one of the, one of the, um, the coach, one of the, one of the athletes. Uh-huh. And um, I'll just say it now, like I'm probably, we're working on getting a Vinny Pacifico G fuel collaborations clothing line. Cool. Wow. Shit. Well, man, that that's great, man. That's exciting stuff. Um, I don't on. think that it's uh, you know commonplace for that to be something within uh, pro wrestling. So um, I think you you do yourself a credit by following this path and just keep in mind that like you may have scenarios and opportunities that are like one of one that haven't you know there is no blueprint laid before you uh for how to handle it um (laughs) because this is unique you know it's uh it's very unique um so this saturday pro wrestling magic uh new jersey um where uh what what is the address again ridgefield park new jersey it's called the mecca if you look yeah, that up i knew it i just wanted to see if you knew it no nah, yeah it's a I lie i definitely knew it <laughs> don't dennis <laughs> sorry i don't sorry. lie <coughs> yeah so um where's the lie yeah oh <laughs> right so is that a button you push i don't know what that no it's just it's in the uh, it's in the ether. It just happens. <laughs> that's that's actually my job is to just play sound effects every once in a while. <laughs> right, love yeah. it. So we we um, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on Saturday, and uh, this has been a, a long time coming. Vince. Five, four, or five, six, more six than years, that, seven years, maybe. Yeah, six or seven. Yeah crazy yeah. how we met at a wrestling show i think it might have been evolve um right right yeah brooklyn yeah it was yeah it was definitely new york drove um, you to the airport after yeah we had a great yeah. talk and now i gotta kick the shit out of you see how that works yeah <laughs> it's a shame it's a shame how many you know? times we, like meet? we should be we should be you Wait, know breaking bread and here i am gonna cripple you before your wedding she'll be front row so oh, man. Well, she'll get a bird's eye view yeah of it. yeah 
Bird's eye view. Also, Staten Island Live will be there as well. The Saturday, Saturday Night Live? The Staten Island Live. Wait. Oh. Staten Island Live. Staten Island Live. Yeah. Is that the, um, a, a sketch there. comedy nice show? Oh, they're a, um, news, a news company. They're, oh. They're the news, yes. The news. The news, yeah. news. Gary News. <laughs> Good you, news is Gary News. Bob, yeah. you in Staten Island? Uh, I have, I think I visited Wagner College. Really? For was, what? Yeah, um, I think I went on a visit there Good to see the program. football facility and stuff. When I, before I, uh, when I was coming out of Hudson Valley, I think. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. My old high school, my old high school uh, coach hit me up. I played football and um, for one season only, but like they continue to follow me after this. And uh, they want me to go to the school and give like a, um, a prep talk to the football team about how oh, to like chase your dreams and make things happen. I haven't answered them. I don't really know if I want to do it or not because uh, that coach is not a good person. One of the coaches, oh, boy. not a good person, but yeah, I... but for the, for the, for the students and the players, I definitely think I might go and just, you know, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for burying someone's dream, and that's that coach was burying my dream when I was, I wanted to leave football to wrestle, and they were just like not having it. But one coach, name's Brian, he had my back. He's like always telling me, "Do we gotta do? Do we gotta do? Do do what you want? Do what you want? Do what you want?" And I did, and he's been following me ever since, and he's been motivated, like always commenting on my posts and stuff. So finally, right. he hit me up to do this, and I think for him, I'll do it. But the other coach just. Hope he sees what it, I hope he, the coach sees what I'm doing, and um, definitely will go to that school and give some really good advice to the students who want to chase the dream because chasing a dream is not easy, as you probably know, and it's not, it's not the, it's not easy, and it just comes with a lot of sacrifice, a lot of pain, um, and failure, over and over failure, over and over and over again, failing, and you have to yeah. find it in yourself to not stop and find it in yourself to find ways to make other things work, you know, and um. It's upsetting because you could fail a million times, but all it takes is that one yes, you know, yeah. and that's up my fellow's kids, you know. I, yeah. I, I mean, not not for nothing, dude. Like I understand where you're coming from about that one coach, but if you go in and talk to the kids like that, like fuck fuck the coach, yeah, go in and talk to the kids like that. And I thought, you know, don't I fuck did... don't fuck the coach in front of the kids. <laughs> I won't. That'll be, be little, you get arrested for that. <laughs> That'd be a little weird. Yeah, they won't yeah, let be. you. Um, you probably have like a restraining order or something. I, Don't eat no, that I'm, right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're just going to get arrested for fucking a coach in front of the kids. <laughs> okay, just avoid no. avoid that at all costs. But, avoid uh, fucking the coach. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, if you never learn anything else from us in life. at stage don't, advice. Don't fuck the coach. <laughs> All right, let's get to the brass tacks. That's a t-shirt. Never <laughs> That's mind. A t-shirt. Don't fuck the coach. Why should we buy a ticket Saturday night? I think yes. the story behind everything is uh, just how how all this came about. Um, the years of Bobby's just career going from we were involved at the time. You went to ROH. You were working for ROH and then Evolve, and then you would. Like, I think that's when we met, right? On your way out of ROH? It was Evolve and then Ring of Honor, and then 
uh, NXT after Ring of Honor in New Japan. And we stayed in touch with all that. So it was really cool. And you always been the guy who's always just gave me advice and always, you didn't forget me. You know, you didn't forget that kid who just wanted to learn and get better. So that, that means a lot to me because a lot of people are just like, ah, oh, give me a ride. Thanks, kid. See ya. You know, you never know. You know yeah. what I mean? So you've always been someone who just doesn't forget where they Well, there's lots of pieces of shit out there, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, uh, you didn't strike me as one. So I just, pretend not to be a piece of shit. You do well. Frank will, Frank will tell you. You get to know me. I stink. <laughs> it's yep. a real piece of shit. No. A real it, piece of shit. It just really... It really goes old show, piece like. of shit, too. <laughs> What'd you say? Really old piece of shit, too. Yes, a really wow. old piece of shit. And, but tell you what, I try to always do the same thing. Whenever I fly in somewhere and I get a ride from someone, I always try to give back. And I always try to, like, if they ask me for advice, give advice. If I ever try to, like... They buy, I buy them food. You know, I always try to like treat the people who do these small little jobs that they get for wrestling yeah. students or whatever. Just give back. Just find a way to yeah. help out somebody. I think I think helping people out will do more for yourself. Like at the end of the day, just like I love helping. I love being someone that you could rely on to like ask advice for, or, or you know, ask to watch their match, or you know, just helping hand. You know what I mean? And just train with somebody. I think it's very important to be that guy. I think this industry could use more of those guys, um, and that that would be that would be that'd be good. With me, I'd be you know that's uh, I love that. Um, I think, uh, yeah, we need as much of that as, as we can um, in this industry. Uh, I think so, too. That's why I try to be it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But all all the bullshit aside, Saturday, um, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, it's like kayfabe is whatever it is. Uh, but, Ben, I I never got into wrestling um, to go out and uh, dance. And what? Sorry. He's back. I never got into wrestling to go out and uh, and dance. So, like, I have to let you know um, we're not going to put together a routine and then go out and perform it. So, again, this is why, like, half-jokingly I say you don't want your fiancé in the front row or you might not want all of your friends there or whatever. And, and it, it's half-joking. Um, but then there's another side of it where it's like, you know, I've been doing this longer than you. Um, in some people's estimation, I've been doing this since the beginning of time. Um, <laughs> but the, the fact, the fact of it is, uh, like I, I have one speed. And so even though there's history between you and I, and we know each other, like I have one speed and there's not a lot of daylight in, in, in my work, we'll call it. Um, and like, I'm not there to, you know, frankly, I'm, I'm not there to be your fucking friend on Saturday. So it's kind of what it comes down to. Um, I, I look forward to it, but I, I part of me looking forward to it is because I that's part of what I love about it is friend or foe. Like when we get in there, 
I know one speed and you're getting that speed, the same speed that everybody else got. And uh, I want it. I, need I that hope speed. you're ready. You know, I, I want that speed. I need that it. speed. I wrestle people who have that same mentality of friend or foe. doesn't matter. I'm still going to kick your ass. That's my mentality. Always has been. It was instilled in me since day one. Um, by who? Never... By cheeseburger? What? By who? By cheeseburger? EC3, cheeseburger, a lot of people. A lot of people. And these people who came before me and instilled this into me are people that I beat. So you will be no different. You will be no different than anybody else. You'll be no different than anyone I've stepped on to get to where I need to get. Mm-hmm. One Angie drink. I mean, it may take two of these or three of these. Who the who the fuck knows? But at the end of the day, I'm aligned with these energy drinks. They ever they they will. So if you if you decide in the match you want to try energy drink and grab it while I'm kicking your ass because you need it. It it won't do for you what it does for me. It may help you a little bit, make you a little bit of an edge, but it won't do for you what it does for me, because me and these things are aligned differently. Okay, so this is like your gummy berry juice, the dated reference, Dennis. You get it right? No, uh, was I Frank? Supposed... Gummy bears? Gummy? I, I, no, I was. No, but you don't remember the cartoon, the gummy. Care Bears. No, the gummy gummy berry juice. They were drinking gummy berry juice. Rely. I would have, dude. I would have gone more with like Popeye and spinach. Basically, I mean that's a good one too. Is that too outdated? I mean that's even more dated. But yeah, but I mean, for me to remember it, I would have gone. Maybe more. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, that was unsuccessful. <laughs> um. You know, sometimes I'll look into it. Was it gummy berry? Berry? Gummy berry, yeah, there was the gummy bears. I thought that was a cartoon, and they would bounce when they would drink the juice. They would bounce real high. Do you remember this, Frank? Are you looking it up on Google? Come on, make yourself useful, please. <laughs> I think fucking so. hell. All right, <laughs> I do. Too. Whatever. Pro wrestling magic. Saturday, Saturday. September twenty third. What's where? Where is this again, Ben? Richfield Park, New Jersey. Yes. If sir. you're a wrestler and you want to learn, you got a podcast that day as well. Was a podcast that day? No, no. Well, seminar that day. I'm sorry. <laughs> you mean podcast? Yeah. Right. Hey, maybe a podcast right. too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a podcast I, so... too. No, seminar that day. And also, since I was. Is that the gummy bears? It's the gummy yeah. berry juice. Wait, let me see that. Yeah. Go, go closer. Yeah. I've never seen that before in my life. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. gummy bears? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm have you ever seen anybody? Do, do, wait, can anyone, uh, does anybody drink G Fuel and do that? Maybe if they're on acid. I, 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 sorry. Maybe I'll show up on acid. <laughs> you got your G fuel, and I'll just drop some acid. That would be a pretty insane yeah. duo, I would say. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Whoa, then it might really cripple you. Then who knows? And acid, crazy one. Never did it, but I heard it's crazy. Bobby will not only cripple you, 
but the four pink elephants that are in the fucking ring yeah. too. Yeah, they might all get it. Everybody, every one of you, and the unicorn that's in the third row. All right, yes. So they uh, can head where to get tickets for this thing. Pro Wrestling Magic tickets on okay. Hit and that it's link. On Fight TV. No, correct. IWTV. IWTV. Posting up. Yes, IWTV live stream live. Um, and- definitely not close enough. <laughs> IWTV is Different. not going to see it that way. As oh well, I mean you are close. Not close enough, but two streaming companies. I get it. No, but yeah. love them both. IWTV live streaming. IWTV live Saturday, six p.m. Show start. Yep. We're we're on later in the show, I think. Yeah. Uh, do we know? Uh, we don't. We don't know when we are on. Yeah, like eight. Okay. But prior to the show, you have a seminar. And and if there are any students or people watching who are new to wrestling and want to get booked at Wrestling Magic and learn from someone great, be at that seminar as well. Um, And yeah. I mean, my my thoughts on the the seminar very much is uh, if you're somebody in the area um, and you've been wrestling, um, like, I we'll put it out there in front like this is in the these seminars are not a money grab for me mm-hmm. um i i want to give back um there's things that i think amongst my friends and my my peers and the people i've been around you know it's common knowledge but you don't realize that that common knowledge gets lost mm-hmm. and I, I think um a, a lot of that has been lost and there's value to be pulled from some of this otherwise useless um <laughs> information and skills that mm-hmm. i have in my bald head so i would love to uh see as many people turn out for that 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 are currently you know, pursuing wrestling. Me too. And Me uh, too. take it serious. Um, it's, you know, if if you are the type that, you know, feels like, all right, well, you know, pro wrestling is, it's this different sort of thing. And it's predetermined. And everybody gets a trophy. Like, eh, this isn't a seminar for you. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Um, but... If you're somebody that that takes it serious and and this is um, that's how you see it, you see it as you pursuing your career, not your job, your career. Yep. Um, then yeah, I mean, come on, come out, uh, do the seminar. Yep. Um, I, I promise you, I, I've worked every place there is to work in the the modern era of pro wrestling. So at the very least, like. I have some shit that's worked for me, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I think the seminar. Uh, of course, I think it's great. It's me. Yeah, so, it's be awesome. Yeah. yeah, as you should. Yeah. All yeah. right, then, take us home, Jackson. You know, watch me. Uh, yeah, Michael. Justin. <laughs> Jermaine. Justin. Favorite Jackson. 
Justin? Justin. Justin. <laughs> Get out of Justin. That's your favorite? <laughs> uh, My favorite geez. Jackson? Bo. Yeah. Nothing like dividing the audience, boys. <laughs> Back to Colony High. There we go. Assholes. Yep. All right. This is why we're here. What do you got, Frank? What do you got for Vinny? What what parting words you got for Vinny for the What do you got? Uh, G Good crew. luck. What's the G stand? Good luck. I don't even know what it stands for. I'll be honest. Yeah, Google fuel, gaming, God fuel, gaming fuel. <laughs> Where the fuck fuel? is that music okay. coming from? I see it, Frank. I see it. I see it. What hey, is that? Guys, appreciate it. Stay safe, Bobby. See you Saturday. Is that? Vinny or who where's that music? Not me. Alright. Alright, bye. Bobbyfishapparel.com for your Bobby Fish. Yeah. The Bobby Fish on Instagram, the Bobby Fish on Twitter. I uh, got that. What's that podcast? Or what's that interview I just did coming out? For Conan. I don't know. Yeah, Conan out there right now. No, that's already out. Yeah. Conan, uh, please tune in to Keeping It 100. They uh, they they dropped it, right? Make the Save background it. music stop. It's fucking making it hard oh. to hear what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> Bobbyfishperil.com. Um, fucking September. Such a train wreck. 30th. <laughs> September 30th, House, House of Champions. I got a seminar going on there, too. If you're in the state of Florida and anywhere near Longwood. Um, Longwood. <laughs> Longwood. Frank is fucking six. Um, yeah. I that poor kid has no idea what he's in for on Saturday. No, he doesn't. I like keeping <laughs> him a little bit in the dark. Cute, cute kid, cute kid. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. everybody's. Uh, he doesn't realize that I think this is real. <laughs> oh, uh, I have to beat you. Don't take it personal, Vinny. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe or do maybe. Yeah. It's not gonna matter. Nope. Yeah. Frank's but. Frank's fucking ring light is on the fritz again yeah. tonight. Is okay, on and off. Go. Frank's <laughs> yeah. got a fucking it's got a fucking strobe light. All Take right. What do you, what do you got, Frank? Nothing. Of course. Well done. Well done. Mm. Uh for all your <laughs> for all your DJ needs, dscottradio at yahoo.com. That's mm. all I got. Get it. For all your DJ, DJ, other needs, Frank can't fulfill them, so don't bother him. Right. <laughs> All right. Yes. On that note, my friends, say good night, Bobby. Good night, Bobby. Thank you.